Hey, 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 my friends, welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur. I'm so glad to be back after a vacation to share with you something really important because today we are going to look at running lean operations. Many of us have started out um, in the business space thinking that we need to spend a whole lot of money in order to make money. And I'm here to bust that myth today because it's really entirely possible to run a legit business for about thousand bucks a year. Yes, you heard it right. A year, thousand bucks a year. And I'm speaking here uh, of running it really comfortably with a thousand bucks. You could also do it for 650 as I'm doing it right now. And I'm going to share with you how that is possible and what you need to look at when you are setting up operations for your business. At the end of this episode, you will walk away agreeing with me that you do not need to invest a whole lot of money to make a whole lot of money. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, Set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Okay, my friends, if you are starting out as an entrepreneur, chances are that money is not just laying around at your fingertips, chances are that you have to really take time to look at your um, running costs and at how much you need to make sure that this baby will take off, right? I mean, it's not just enough to have a great idea. You will also need the resources to make that idea happen. So especially in the space of um, having an asset lean business model, uh, now, what does asset mean? Lean mean it means that you don't have too many assets. Like if you are having a warehouse, you have to buy lots of stuff. You have to rent out a space. So this is going to be a heavy asset um, business model for you to make money. Or if you are a car manufacturer, you have to have a factory. So you are going to have assets. And that is going to um, require that you do have the money or the cash to make sure that you have those machines and the, the items that you need to produce the goods that you want to sell. But in an acid lean business model, you don't need that. So who has an acid lean business model? Well, Many people do have an asset lean business model like consultants, coaches, authors, mentors, teachers in the online space, um, social media managers, uh, virtual assistants, public speakers, um, or let's say those who do e-commerce, um, the smaller ones are, are the ones who are really uh, relying on drop shipping. Those people do have asset lean business models because they do not, um, first of all, most of them 
actually offer services, not products. And if they use, if they sell products, um, for example, the drop shippers, they do have um, only very few products in their house or in their storehouse. Uh, what they make sure is that they do usually have a supplier who supplies um, the goods directly to the consumer and they just offer the website or the platform to make sure that the business can happen. So all these business models run asset lean. Now for these business models, it is truly really possible to run lean operations. With lean operations, I mean, they do not have high reoccurring costs. Now, if you are in that space, um, you can really take a good look at your expenses and chances are that there are many um, items where you can really squeeze out the expense because you don't need it. You might think that you need it, but it's really entirely possible to run a lean operation without giving up on anything. So um, really making sure that you're doing good business, that you are offering great services, great professional services without uh, really compromising. So that is really important. If you are in that space, this episode is absolutely for you. If you are not in that space, if you do not have an asset lean model, a thousand bucks might really not be realistic for you, but still um, I recommend that you keep listening because at first I'm going to share some principles with you about um, the costs and how to decide on the running costs because as the owner of the business, this is really an important part to have tight reins on. You really need to think about where you want to spend money because your decisions will ultimately also decide how much profit you're going to make. The less you have to spend, the more margin you have, the more profit you can make. So it's really an easy principle. Okay, so we will start off thinking about three or maybe four principles No, three principles I want to share with you when making a decision about an expense item. And then as a fourth step, I will share with you how I do it, what my expenses are in my business. And so you will see that I'm running at the moment at 650 bucks a year. Um, but it's totally possible to up that, let's say, to 1,300 and to run a business really comfortably. So you you see there is a range there, of course, but you will certainly be able to run a great business with just a thousand five hundred bucks a year. Them and that's the maximum, like really the maximum. You can also do it less. And this is also good news if you are struggling with finances. And if you are putting up the money yourself without depending on an investor, if you and your spouse are trying to do this or you by yourself are trying to do this, um, this is going to be good news. So let's dive into this. Principle number one. Every expense you have is a sort of investment 
in your business. So let's say you have a website. Now, a website is certainly a cost item. It's going to be an expense, but at the same time, it's also an investment because the website might be the landing page for many clients. It might be the space where your clients get to know your services. And so it's really um, maybe... uh, helpful to have a website, especially for your business. There are businesses where no website is needed. But you might argue that this website is really important in the space you are in. And so this is going to be an investment. So whenever you take out, I want you to remember this, that this is actually an investment and how you invest matters greatly. The resources you have are um, not endless, they are finite. So that means at one point you will run out of cash and you always want to have a business where you make more money than using the money. Uh, And I mean, this is really an easy principle where many people fall into that trap, especially in the beginning. They try to argue with themselves, well, you know, I'm just starting out, so I have to make investments. And yes, that might be the case, but try to be profitable from day one onwards. Not profitable in the sense that you have to have the clients from day one, but profitable in the sense that you do not just spend all kinds of money to make sure that you have a stellar service, but you do not have any clients. So you always want to make sure that the operations you run, the reoccurring the reoccurring costs you have are reasonable. Now that brings me to principle number 2. You have to differentiate between one-time cost and reoccurring cost. There might be a one-time cost. Like for example, I'm doing a podcast and as you can see there is a podcast art when you Um, go on iTunes, you can see a picture where it's written Moonshot Entrepreneur um, with my photograph on it. Now, obviously, that had to be created, but I don't have to create it every day. So that is a one-time cost. But there are reoccurring costs. And these are the items you really have to be careful about because many drops in the bucket will bring the bucket to overflow one day if you do not give good care about that. So this is something you have to keep in mind. Then principle number three is to really scrutinize each and every expense item and to find out whether you have Um, different options to achieve the same, to achieve the same outcome um, without having to do um, the same kind of investment. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me give you a few examples here. Now, let's say you are in a domain where it's really important to network, where you attend a lot of networking events. Now, one way to um, stay um, front and center of mind of people is to give them and hand them out a visiting card of chatting to them, of having a sort of meaningful conversation to um, give them a visiting card with your details, with your phone number and everything. Now, to print visiting cards... There is a likelihood that you have to spend money. You might not be able to do that yourself. So that is one expense item you have. But how about not having a physical visiting card, 
but using, for example, the LinkedIn QR code function. Now, you might know this or you might not know this. Um, if you have a LinkedIn profile, especially on your phone, you can just get the profile and go to the space where you can show the QR code to your profile and the person can connect to you straight away. That way, there are two upsides for this. First of all, you don't have to pay for LinkedIn. And secondly, you can also make sure that you are connected with that person straight away. By leaving a visiting card, you don't know whether that person is going to call you up and you might get their card, you might not get their card, but if you have them as a contact in LinkedIn straight away, you already have made the match, right? So think about the expense item from the viewpoint of money, but also from the viewpoint of practicality for your business. Let me give you another example here. Let's say you think um, that you need a website to, to really for people to find you and to see your work. Let's say you are an author and you have a book and you think that you need a website to speak about the book or give some details about the book. Well, do you really need a website? Because a website is certainly going to cost money, not just uh, the domain, the, the link, the URL link, which you type in um, in, in, in a browser, like www.moonshotentrepreneur.com um, is the URL, right? The website. But do you really need the website? Because if you do need the website, you would also have to set it up. You would have to make sure that it stays updated. Or do you just need a domain address that points to your work on some other space for if we stay with the book example let's say you're selling your books on amazon is it enough to have um, your book author website or domain to point to the amazon website let's say um, your name is annabelle um, and you're writing a book let's say a children's book or something like that. So you could really just have the domain which says annabelleschildrensbook.com and that .com address just points at your book on Amazon. And Amazon then has the details about the books and so forth. Or let's say you are a virtual assistant and you offer your services on Fiverr. So would it just be enough to um, have a domain that points to the reviews you got on Fiverr? Think about it. Or maybe you, you just need to point to a group on Facebook or your profile on LinkedIn. And that would mean that you just pay the domain address but do not have a specific website behind it, but just point to the place where you can be found or your product and service can be found. So always think about um, not just the money expense, but also what you are trying to achieve. You want people to find you, to connect with you, and to see that you have an awesome product or great services and the best way they can find about it might be just by reading the reviews or seeing the book cover which you have created anyway so think about these things so that was principle number three now principle number four i'm throwing in a bonus 
um, principle here, the deciding factor is, as I have said, always the impact on business. Now, uh, additional question I want you to ask yourself when you have an expense item is, will this win me more clients? Will it win me more clients? Will it give me um, more business? Is it worth the investment? Um, and is it also apt for the phase I am in right now? Let's say you are looking at, um, yeah, let's say you are looking at a marketing tool or a marketing platform like Ch MailChimp or GetResponse. Now, is it for you the phase where you really have to do that, where you have to go with the paid option, or can you slowly grow into it? Can you start off with the free option and then grow into the paid option? Or is it in your case even enough to have an Excel sheet at the moment and then get a paid option or the free option of, of some sort of um, tool that helps you to get more clients or keep track of the marketing campaign you are doing. These are things you really have to think about. And at the same time, make sure that you are not just cheap, right? I mean, you want to act as if you want to make sure that you are already familiar with the tool and do not have to migrate the entire database or the entire thing to a fresh tool once you are growing because when you're growing you need to pay attention to the growth and not pay attention to switching systems so this is really something you have to keep in mind up front and center to make sure that the expenses you have really make sense now these are my guiding principles for you. And now comes the most revealing part of this episode. I'm going to share with you the tools I use and how much they cost. Why do I do this? I do this because I want you to know that it is really realistic to do this. And I want you to also have an example. So let's scrutinize my operations. I'm running at the moment um, for 655 bucks is my uh, running cost per year. So that is roughly 55 bucks per month that I'm spending on running this business. Now, what type of business do I have? Obviously, I do have a podcast and the service I sell is not the podcast. The service I sell is coaching. So this is where I stand. So we are looking at a coaching business in the online space. So what kind of expenses do I have? Well, first of all, I didn't have the wisdom when I started out to wait with the website. So I went straight away, made a website, all fancy and shiny. And now I, I have a website, but I think it would be totally possible to have waited with that. But I'm also going to um, tell you the expenses I have for that right so that you know what I'm doing so I have a square space uh, platform that is the platform where the website is hosted I can create the website myself they just have the building blocks to do that and it's really easy to drag and drop certain items in so I have a reoccurring cost of 312 
bucks per year. So that is certainly the most expensive cost item I have from my end. But in this uh, $312 per year, I have a business subscription, which gives me some more options um, to, uh, or some more modules that I can use um, within that, like analytics and so forth. Another cost item I have are the domains which I bought. I have four domains. So um, like four website addresses that point to the exact same website. Uh, that would be like moonshotentrepreneur.com, moonshotentrepreneur.ch, which is the Swiss version for or, or the Swiss, um, how do you say? CH stands for Switzerland. Um, I have moonshot-entrepreneur.com and then moonshot-entrepreneur.ch. Now, I, I think it wouldn't be necessary to have all four of the domains, but when I started out, I, I really felt that I want to reserve all those domains so that I do not end up having to um, be confused with someone else who... Um, takes one of these domains. When I started out, I could have that for like one buck per year. And that was like a one-time offer. I think from next year onwards, it would be like 70 bucks. Um, so let's say for the sake of calculation, we go with 70 because that is the real reoccurring cost. Because from now, from next year onwards, I'm going to buy 70 bucks. But for the moment, it isn't that much. And then I have another domain that is go to mep.com uh, that I bought later on from Namecheap. And for that, the recurring cost is seven bucks. Now, why did I buy go to map.com? Um, I bought that because I wanted a really short um, domain that points to my podcast on iTunes because I um, have posts all over social media, all over the place where I want people to be able to remember a really short URL, a short address that will lead them straight on to the iTunes podcast because the iTunes podcast comes with a crazy long um URL address and some numbers and some, I don't know, something that really doesn't, um, is not practical to share on any uh, website and no, or any uh, social media account because nobody will be able to relate to it or to remember it. It's something like iTunes slash podcast slash one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, something like that. So you, you get the picture, right? So I decided at some point would be good to have a really short URL that points to my iTunes um, profile or the iTunes website for the Moonshot Entrepreneur podcast. If you are wondering whether I need the podcast, yes, I do need the podcast because how on earth are you otherwise going to know that I do coaching? Yes, I could go on social media and be really 
creepy about it and hit up people. But the best way for people to get to know me and to get to know my services is by listening in to my podcast, finding out my style and deciding for themselves whether I would match um, what they really need and whether they are comfortable with me as a person. So the podcast is really an integral part of my business. Then another thing that I have here as a reoccurring cost is um, my email address that I use uh, for business purposes. So I have um, a Google Workplace email that costs me 72 bucks a year. And that actually um, gives me I think endless options, but at least 10 options to create email addresses with my domain. Like for example, one email address I have is support at moonshot-entrepreneur.com. Another one I have is, for example, contact at moonshot-entrepreneur.com, coaching at moonshot-entrepreneur.com. So I can have different Email addresses, I could also for a team, you know, create an email address specific to the person like John Smith at moonshotentrepreneur.com. This is what Gmail does for me. So now you see I have a space where people can reach me. That is my website and the iTunes podcast uh, website or domain. And at the same time, I also have an email address where people can reach out to me and where I can interact with the people. Now, besides that, what do I need to run my business? Um, as I told you before, the podcast is an integral part for me, for my business, because I want people to get to know me. And there are a number of softwares that I use to do this. For example, I have Audacity to record the episodes I record. And the great thing about Audacity is that it's completely free. So I can use a free software. Um, I also do have Zoom. And here again, I use the free account because when I do coaching, I do that over Zoom. When I do interviews for the post podcast, I do that over Zoom. And so that is also really handy and costing me zero bucks. Uh, that's why I love uh, the free software I can use. Now, besides this, I also use Podbean. Podbean is the space where I upload my podcasts once they are um, recorded. I upload the episodes to Podbean. This is the space where my uh, episodes live. And from there, the Podbean platform distributes it to different uh, places so that you can hear to me. iTunes is just one place. The Apple Podcast iTunes space is just one place where you can hear me. Um, you could also listen to the podcast over on Spotify and many other places. So I use Podbean and the subscription I have is the unlimited audio option, which is not the highest uh, possible subscription that you can have. And I'm paying 108 bucks per year. Besides this, I also use Canva. Um, Canva is a website or, or a, how do you say, an online service where you can create your own art and graphics. So 
When you see my Facebook posts and see some pictures and graphics there that are usually created by me um, over in the Canva uh, space. Now, at the moment, I pay 155 bucks for that per year because I have a a pro, um, I'm a pro user there. I have a paid uh, subscription there. And besides this, I have a whole range of stuff that I use that is completely free. For example, I use Bitly um, to create short links with free account. I have Asana, that is a task management and a project management tool. Also there, I use the free version. I use Calendly to automate the scheduling process when I schedule for an interview on the podcast or schedule for coaching. And I use Tailwind. There I do have a free account. Tailwind is there to post certain things on Pinterest. Pinterest is, um, uh, you can imagine that it's like a, a Google. It's like a Google search engine, but you do that with pictures. If you have never used that, go use it. It's really great. So I have a free Pinterest account, I have a free Tailwind account that automates certain parts of my business. And you can see that many items that I just listed out are really free of cost. They do not cost me a dime. Now, if you calculate how much I use per year, if you go with what I'm paying right now, it's 655 bucks per year. Next year, it's going to be 724 bucks due to the fact that I'm going to have to pay 70 bucks because the special promotion will be over for the domains, um, as I explained in the beginning. But that's about it. So you can see here that I'm completely able to run this business for between 655 and 730 bucks. So isn't that great news, my friends? It's really possible to run lean operations. So if you are somewhere in the space of having a lean, asset lean business, I really want you to go through each of your cost items and to check out whether you can squeeze out a few things, whether you can um, completely delete one of the expense items or whether um, you can find an option that is free, but that helps you to do everything without um, hindering you. And that is also good to grow with you as you grow in your business. Isn't that awesome, my friends? I mean, really, just, just aren't you happy that it is really possible? And what I want to do here as a final step is I want to look with you at the expense list and see how I could grow in the space or in the expenses I am at at the moment and where I would land. I mean, even if I grew, let's say, insanely, I would still be able to run this business for around $1,500 a year. So let's have a look at this right now. Um, let's say I am growing insanely and I can't do with a free project management tool anymore. I would have to go with a 
premium version of Asana. That would cost me 161 bucks. And then let's say I'm outgrowing myself so much that I need the paid Calendly automation to schedule more um, coachings and more stuff. I that would leave me like with an extra expense of 120 bucks a month. And for the marketing side, for the Mailchimp paid version, I would have to pay 204 bucks a year, together with Tailwind, where I would also grow with 104 bucks a year. Now, where would that leave me altogether? Let me just check here in my little Excel. Okay, yeah, I would end up with $1,315.32. Per year. That's the yearly cost I would run into in case I would have to grow on an insane speed. So you see here, even if I grew on an insane speed, I'm still able to run quite lean operations under 1500 bucks. 1315 divided by 12 is 109 bucks 61 cents per month that I would have to spend to keep my business running. Now, what does that mean? That means if I make more than 109 bucks or if I make more than 110 bucks per month, I would have already made a profit. Now, listen to me. Are you hearing this? If I make more than 110 bucks, I'm already making a profit of 40 cents. Yeah, that's not much, but the likelihood is that if you are selling any services or any products that you make more money than this per month, and that means you can also pay yourself something that is more than 40 cents. And that is good news indeed, because that means it's possible for you to really have a good margin or a great profit on the things you sell. So I really hope this episode blessed you and that you were able to gather uh, some principles and ways to look at your own expenses and to tweak things around so that you end up with really lean operations. I want you to take this as a challenge. This is your homework, okay? If you do not take anything else than this takeaway from this episode is this. Take it as a challenge to look at your expense sheet for your business and to bring down the reoccurring costs as much as possible without losing any clients and without losing any comfort in running the business. Once again, I want to really highlight here, this is not about being cheap. This is not about uh, having extra hurdles so that doing business feels really hard for you. You still would want to look out for yourself and make sure that you're able to run smooth operations, but without having to spend a whole lot of money. So that's the goal. 
I pray this episode blessed you and that the Holy Spirit will guide you to look at your finances and to be a wise steward of the resources you have, be a wise manager, that he would lead you and guide you to really um, look at your expense and to make sure that you have lean, reoccurring, cost lean, operational cost for your business and that he is going to bless you big time for the things you are doing so that you can further the kingdom of God with the work you're doing, that you can be successful and bless many people with the services and products you offer. Okay, my friends, don't forget that I'm leaving you with the link over in the description to the Facebook group, as well as for the coaching that I offer. So if you feel that you need some help with looking at your cost or um, finding spaces where you could really run lean, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Also go over to the Facebook group and share your homework. This is the way we uh, encourage each other. And I want you to use the hashtag lean challenge to share your homework. Let's see in the group who has the best running cost, the lowest running cost, or do you completely disagree? Do you think it's really important for your specific business to go higher? Just come over in the group and share that. I'm sure it's going to be fun and I look forward to seeing you over there. So, what I have left to say is this, stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time, my friends. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.